The comments and statements made within the show are the opinions of the commentators and their guests have not been evaluated by the FDA and are in no way attempt to diagnose, treat, mitigate, cure, or prevent any disease or illness. The contents of the show are not to be construed as medical advice. If you have a health condition or health concern, please contact a licensed, qualified healthcare practitioner. Oh my, what have you found, Franny? Let's see what they say. Latest and greatest. You found more. Wow. I wasn't expecting that. Excellent sleuthing, Fran. Fran, I think this is a new case for the supplement super sleuth. Dig, Franny, dig! Time to go down the rabbit hole and see what we can find. Goodness, where are we? Aha! Take a look at this. Well, hi. Supplement Super Sleuth here today, and um, I'm going to share one of my favorite things with you. I do, I do, I do. Um, given that it's springtime, it is, according to traditional herbal historic accounts, this is the time of the liver and the gallbladder. Tremendous, right? So, um, one of my all-time favorite plant foods happens to be artichokes. I wanted to share with all of you um, my love of artichoke and uh, give you a little history on it, give you a little bit of um, a look into the research that's been done on artichokes. Um, artichokes are the edible flower or flower buds, if you will, of a, a thistle plant. So if you have ever come up against thistle in the woods, you know, it's prickly, right? Um, this is a giant thistle and the Latin for it is Sonara scolimus. Um, and it received its name <laughs> from a Greek myth about Zeus who fell in love with yet another beautiful woman named Sonara and he turned her into an artichoke. <laughs> um, and he turned her into this thistle artichoke with the prickly leaves um, so that no one will love her except for him um, because of one of her transgressions, which didn't seem like much of a transgression, but nevertheless, he was, Zeus was thwarted because everybody loves artichokes. They're mild, they're delicious. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about that because if you don't know how to prepare them and you don't know how to eat them, because when you look at an artichoke, you think, how the heck do I eat that thing? We're going to go over that. Um, artichokes have been cultivated in Ethiopia and Egypt since 5,000 BC. They're ancient. Um, they were brought to the Mediterranean area um, through trading where they proliferated, um, because it's like perfect, uh, it's a perfect, um, area. Uh, you know, it's dry soil, but you know, it has this mist and fog and, you know, it's very, um, temperate. Um, and artichokes became a staple in Italy, France, and Spain, but the Italians and the Spanish love artichoke. It's a, there's a lot of artichoke in their cooking, even to this day. Um, 
In the 1800s, French settlers brought artichoke to Louisiana. And then merchants, Spanish merchants, transported them all the way to California, where they did, again, very, very well. Because California, you know, just like the grape of France and Italy did well in California, so does artichoke because of the, it's a temperate climate. So in the 1920s, artichokes were being cultivated in California's Mont Monterey Bay area. It's cool, it's foggy, sandy soil, and that climate was just perfect, right? And believe it or not, now almost all the artichokes that are consumed in the United States are grown in um, a town called Casterville, California. And if you're <clears throat> traveling along the coastal, um, the coastal highways, you might pass through Artichoke, Casterville. Um, they're really popular in California. They're really popular in the Mediterranean and Middle Eastern areas. Um, and a lot of the descendants of those people still have artichoke in their cooking. Although the United States really hasn't, hasn't really grown on the American people yet. Um, it's rather, that's really rather unfortunate. And I think it's because people look at them, they don't know how to prepare them. They don't know how to cook and eat them. And they think, Ooh, this is going to be a preparation nightmare. And it's really not. And I'll share with you how to do some simple and very easy preparation and cooking so that you can enjoy this really incredible plant. Um, yeah, the process is a little detailed, but really once you do it, once you're fine. And there's so many great ways to cook things. Now we have, we have Instapots, we have air fryers, all of these, um, pieces of equipment you can cook artichokes in. Um, so they're, completely and to totally worth the effort and worth getting to know how to prep them um, for several reasons, which I'm, I'm going to share with you now because in, this is something that's, I mean, it's a part of my, my father's family came over from Italy. I settled in New England and worked really, really, really hard, saved every penny and bought a farm, <laughs> a 21 acre farm in, um, Wenham, Massachusetts, which is still there. And, um, artichoke was a part of, <laughs> now, of course you can't really grow artichokes in Massachusetts, but still, you know, um, the preserved artichoke, the usually the preserved and extra virgin olive oil was a huge part of my nonna, my Italian grandmother's cooking. So it's, it's a part of my heritage and I love it. And it's a part of my meal planning, especially in the spring. So artichokes have one of the highest antioxidant profiles of any vegetable we have. They contain these compounds called polyphenols, um, which have different names. So there's hundreds of polyphenols, the ones in artichoke, which have great researches, um, cinerine, silly marin, also found in milk thistle, and it's known for its liver, liver supportive effects, right? There's um, flavonoids called rutin and quercetin. Rutin is also found in citrus fruits, but it's really important for skin and healthy cells. Quercetin, another flavonoid, 
which is great for spring um, because it can help stabilize histamine production. Mm -hmm. So again, artichokes show up in the springtime, great time to eat them in spring. So many of the compounds stabilize um, and help with homeostasis during, during the spring. Okay. And, um, uh, quercetin, I also, in my last episode, I shared a study about quercetin being used in human clinical studies to reduce the severity of symptoms of coronaviruses. And again, in artichokes, also artichokes have apigenin, luteolin, all of which have really incredible medicinal properties. So one medium artichoke, just one, and you can never eat one. Let me tell you, <laughs> provides about 60 to 75 calories, along with almost seven grams of fiber. Um, they're particularly rich in this prebiotic fiber called inulin. Inulin has literally 50 years of research on its beneficial impact on our microbiome. And the microbiome <clears throat> exists in our entire gastrointestinal tract, and it's our beneficial bacteria. So this particular fiber that is very, that um, artichokes are very rich in, this inulin supports our microbiome, and it also supports the microbiome's production of short-chain fatty acids, such as butyric acid, okay, which is crucial for your health, right? Um, artichokes also help balance our blood sugar levels. In addition, they're a great source of micronutrients such as folate, magnesium, iron, zinc, copper, manganese. They have vitamin C, they have vitamin K, which is really great for your blood and your bone health. Historically, artichokes have been used to support digestive health, liver, and heart health. So that's historically as an herbalist, you know, artichokes were given for those health um, imbalances. <clears throat> okay. There's also evidence that artichoke leaf extract, so ALE, artichoke leaf extract, which is a concentrated extract of artichoke leaf, improves the symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome and the quality of life in people with dyspepsia and GERD. One of the studies I read um, had uh, 208 adults, um, all that had been diagnosed with irritable bowel syndrome. They were compared before and after a two-month intervention with artichoke leaf extract. The investigators found a significant decline, 24% in the IBS incidence after the, the two-month treatment. Quality of life, so their own, their own, their own experience of their quality of life improved by 20%. That's just two months. And of course, that supports previous findings and historic use. That artichoke leaf extract helps with the symptoms, with gastrointestinal symptoms, but also ameliorates the symptoms of irritable bowel syndrome. Artichoke leaf extract also has liver protective effects. It can reduce slightly elevated liver enzymes. Um, it can stimulate the production of glutathione. When glutathione is an enzyme that 
we need for detoxification. It's very, very important. And artichoke leaf can help our bodies make more of that. It also improves bile flow, which is really important. Um, so it, so in order to emulsify our fats, in order to um, continue the elimination of a lot of toxic byproducts of metabolism or environmental impact on tox, you know, and toxicity in our body, we need our bile to flow, and artichoke leaf extract does that. In a double-blinded pilot trial a hundred subjects with, um, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, uh, which there's more and more of in our country as the years march on, were randomized to either 600 milligrams of artichoke leaf extract every day or placebo. And that was for two months. Those treated with the artichoke leaf extract showed increased hepatic vein diameter and increased blood flow along with a reduction in liver size and a lowered serum, ALT and AST. Those are particular, we use those as demonstrating how well the liver is doing, if the liver is overtaxed or not. So it, in that reduction, we know our liver is happier, right? In addition, artichoke leaf extract reduced the total cholesterol as well as balanced LDL, HDL, and triglycerides. So it had a profound effect on the health, the overall health of the liver. In another interesting study, this was an animal study, but um, the rats were treated with um, artichoke leaf extract prior to uh, toxicity. So they kind of give them a toxin. And um, they showed a significant increase in glutathione levels uh, and um, glutathione S transferase activities. They low, their uh, livers had lowered ALT and AST and increase this other enzyme called superoxide dismutase. And all of that was just from the artichoke leaf extract. So giving like pre-treating with the artichoke leaf really reduced the effects of a toxin being administered. So again, like having it in your daily diet or having it in your weekly meal plans, really important for just how your body manages environmental toxicity. And there was yet another study that indicated that artichoke leaf extract protects against lead toxicity <clears throat> and it created a lower serum lead level in rats that were fed a diet that had lead in it. So it's a, it's a remarkable plant and worthy of time preparation and eating it. Um, but there's more, there's absolutely more in the world of plants. There's something called the doctrine of signatures. So what that means is that the plant actually looks like the organs or system that it's going to support in our bodies, right? So an artichoke, when you look at an artichoke, it actually looks like a human heart. Like if you were to just kind of blur your vision and look at the artichoke, you would think, it kind of looks like a heart. It's in the shape of a heart. And there is validated support um, to that effect. So there was this one study that I saw that I read. <clears throat> and to assess the effects of artichoke leaf extract on lipid profiles, 
Researchers at the University of Pavia, Italy, randomized 92 overweight subjects with hypercholesteremia of 250 milligrams of artichoke leaf extract compared to placebo for eight weeks. So that's two months, right? After two month period, the artichoke leaf extract group showed a rise in HDL cholesterol with a reduction in total cholesterol, LDL and triglycerides. So completely shifted the cholesterol ratio. So the good cholesterol went up, the bad cholesterol triglycerides went down. So that's remarkable. And um, those results indicated that the artichoke leaf extract plays a relevant role in the management of mild hypercholesteremia and that favors the increase in the good cholesterol while at the same time decreases total cholesterol and LDL cholesterol. So that's remarkable. So it has this profound effect on good and bad ratios and overall cholesterol. So I'm sure you're sitting there thinking, wow, man, okay, how do I eat these things, right? <laughs> and if you are an artichoke novice, this vegetable might seem like just a lot of work to prepare and eat, but really it's not. Um, and yes, you can buy the preserved artichokes, um, preserved in extra virgin olive oil, um, but there's nothing like eating them fresh because then you're not eating all that oil that goes with it, which kind of you know, attenuates their benefits, kind of their benefits, right? Um, so eating them fresh, especially in the spring, is really the way to do it. So the first step to preparation is first you have to choose and you need to choose wisely. So you want the globes that are really firm and tight, okay? You don't want them all open at all, right? If they start to open, then they're kind of going past the point of tasting yummy and being good. Um, they have to be heavy, um, round, firm, heavy. Okay. Um, avoid the dry leaves that look like they're a flower already. Um, and avoid the ones that are super light cause they've dried out. <clears throat> okay. So to prepare them, you want to take the artichoke, put it on a cutting board, be careful. And you want to take a sharp knife and cut the stem at the base. Okay. Cause they come, if you buy them really well, they come with a really long stem. They just cut them off. Right. And there's this long stem. So you want to cut the stem close to the base. All right. And then what you want to do is just take kitchen scissors and just trim off the thorny tips of those leaves. Cause it's closed, but then it's just like a thistle, right? It is a thistle. So you want it, the very tip of those leaves is, is cut a little, bite to it. So you want to trim those off so nobody hurts themselves once you've steamed them or cooked them, right? So, and I use the kitchen scissors to do that and just go snip, 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 snip. Happens really quick, right? Then gently, very gently, you can spread the leaves a little and sprinkle a little of your favorite savory herbs, um, or you can sprinkle a little olive oil, but I don't add oil because they're just so great without them. And I love a little herb on them. You just choose your favorite savory herbs, um, sprinkle in between the leaves, and then you're going to steam them 
stem side up. So put the top of the artichoke, the pointy part, turn it upside down and steam them in for about 40 minutes. Um, be careful you have enough water in the pan so that it doesn't run dry. Um, and then you're going to allow them to cool for a few minutes. You know they're done when you just go to lightly pull one of the leaves and they come away pretty easily, okay? And you can serve them whole like that. You can spread the leaves open or you can remove the short thorny leaves that are kind of at the top so that the bigger leaves at the bottom that have some of that the yummy um, soft part of the artichoke um, and, uh, or you can just cut them lengthwise. That's another thing you can just, uh, once they're cooled a little bit, you can just take a big knife, like a big kitchen knife and just go clunk and cut the, cut them open and split them open. Um, and then you can season a little with olive oil or black pepper or salt or fresh lemon juice is my favorite way to eat them. I mean, they're so good. And it takes, you know, it takes about 40, 45 minutes, um, with a little print takes five minutes to prep them. So um, they're, um, you know, they take a little bit, but not a lot. Another way to prepare an artichoke is just to boil them, you know, in two to three quarts of water seasoned with little olive oil, salt and pepper, a little fresh lemon juice, right? Um, that takes about 45 minutes to cook thoroughly. And then what do you do? Like you've kind of boiled it and the, some of the nutrients are in the water. So sometimes what I do is I take the water and I'll make like a whole grain, like I'll make wheat berries or I'll make, you know, quinoa or I'll make rice with that, um, or pasta. Like if you're having a pasta with artichoke, which is a really common Mediterranean dish, you can, you can do that. You can air fry artichokes. You can steam them in a, I like putting them in the, in a Instapot. They cook really fast in an Instapot you can grill them. They come out amazing. I cut them in half, put them on the grill. Oh my God, they come out so good. Um, and then you can also stew them with other vegetables. Um, the hearts of the artichoke, but they're really tender. They're full of fiber. They're so delicious. They can be preserved in oil, but I, if we're, if we're making fresh artichokes, we never preserve the choke. Everyone eats it. It's so good. Um, it can be added to salads a side dish, an appetizer. It can be mashed, pureed, made into dips or spreads. <laughs> There's so much you can do. Um, again, you can purchase the preserved hearts um, and those can be put in a salad. You can, um, they also have the preserved leaves and can be put in a salad. Um, there's, oh, there's a company that makes artichoke chips called Sonara. Um, it's really, really good. Um, okay. So to eat them. So now you have them prepped and they're on the table and you're like, okay, now how do, how do you eat these? So what you do is you take the leaf, right? And I, sometimes I just squeeze some lemon on it, but sometimes people will have like, um, aioli dipping sauce. That's pretty good too. And then what you do is you put the leaf on your teeth and you pull it, draw it over your lower teeth and you scrape off the flesh of the leaf, and then you just throw the leaf out, right? And then once you get to the heart of the choke, it's easy, right? You don't have to eat that with anything. It's so good. So without a doubt, um, working fresh artichokes into your weekly meal planning 
really has tremendous health impact, especially over time. And really, it can take the place of the cauliflower or broccoli. Like sometimes like I'll do, you know, I'll cut cauliflower into these steaks, right? And I'll, you know, put a marinade on them and I'll put them, I'll roast them in the oven. You know, that takes time too, but oh, it's so good. But artichokes, whew, and springtime, yeah. Like your gallbladder and your liver will love you for this. It'll, like, it'll be like, oh, thank you. Thank you so much, right? Um, and really, broccoli and cauliflower, I think has been done to death now, okay? Let's, let's start to get imaginative with another plant that's so great for our liver and our gallbladder and for our digestive health. Um, and um, do yourself a huge favor. When they start to come into season, get a few and experiment. Just go for it. And if you have any questions or if you'd like to add the more concentrated artichoke extract to your herbal regime, please don't hesitate to contact me at www.watersedgewellness.com to determine if this plant's right for you as an extract to support your health. So enjoy. Um, enjoy your, my favorite things, the artichoke. Cheers and be well, and I'll see you in our next episode. Well, super sleuths, we've conducted a very thorough investigation of this case. We've learned a lot. Fran, you can show us the way home now. What are you doing? Fran, you're amazing. We're home. Tune in again for the next Supplement Sleuth Adventure. Take good care, and Fran and I will see you soon. Say goodbye, Fran. <coughs>